Hey everyone, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. This is the first ever World Hoops podcast. My name is Chuck Arnold. I'm the owner and director of World Hoops Basketball based out of Penang, Malaysia. And I'm hoping with this new podcast we can interview some great coaches and we can connect with coaches all across the world and learn a lot about the coaching process, but also connect and learn about how we can apply our faith in Christ to our coaching and make a positive impact on society. I hope you enjoy this first episode of the podcast, and I hope you continue to listen to the lessons to come. Welcome to the World Hoops First Ever Podcast. That's the issue that we're going to talk about today is what is coaching really about for you? Coach Duke talks about that empty feeling inside when you fight to compete in every way. You conform to those societal expectations of winning is everything, but along the way you lose everything. More importantly, you could lose yourself. I'm really excited to bring you this first episode in the World Who's podcast. We're going to talk about that finding that true purpose in coaching and how to make a lasting impact not only on your players, but hopefully to yourself and also to your family. I want to first start off by highly recommending Jeff Duke's book, 3D Coach. And I want to really encourage you uh, to get involved in one of FCA's 3D coaching courses. Uh, this has been a great experience. I, I read the book. I love the book. I learned a lot from it. And uh, it's a great experience of learning uh, how to experience coaching in a way that's meaningful to your players, to your coaching staff, and most importantly, to your community and to yourself. I want to start off this podcast and, uh, and talking about one of the greatest coaches of all time, and that's John Wooden. What does John Wooden have to say about being successful in basketball? John Wooden, most of us know his, his track record. He's one of the most successful basketball coaches in the history of the game. He's even more famous in his thoughts and theories on success. Coach Wooden has been described by his players as never mentioning the word winning, Yet he always maintained that high standard, expecting success when you give your best. Let's take a listen and see what Coach Wooden has to say about success. I coined my own definition of success in 1934 when I was teaching at a high school in South Bend, Indiana, being a little bit uh, uh, disappointed and delusioned perhaps by the way parents of the youngsters in my English classes uh, expected their youngsters to, to 
uh, get an A or B. They thought a C was all right for the neighbor's children because the neighbor's children are all average. But they weren't satisfied with their own and would make the teacher feel that they had uh, uh, failed or the youngster had failed, and, and that's not right. The good Lord in his infinite wisdom didn't create us all equal as far as intelligence concerned, any more than we equal as far as size, appearance. Not everybody could earn an A or B. I didn't like that way of judging, and, and I did know how the alumni of various uh, schools back in the 30s judged coaches and athletic teams. Uh, if you won them all, you were considered to be reasonably successful. Not completely, because I found out uh, we had a number of years at UCLA where we didn't lose a game, but it seemed that we didn't win each individual game by the margin that some of our alumni had predicted, and quite frequently I... <laughs> Quite frequently, I, I really felt that they had backed up their predictions in a more materialistic uh, uh, manner. But I was true back in the 30s, so I understood that. So, I, I, But I didn't like it. I didn't agree with it. And I wanted to come up with something that I hope could make me a better teacher and give the youngsters under my supervision, whether it be in athletics or in the English classroom, something to which to aspire other than just uh, a higher mark in the classroom or more points in some athletic contest. And, I thought about that for quite a spell, and I wanted to come up with my own definition. I thought that might help, and uh, I knew how Mr. Webster defined it as the accumulation of material possessions or the attainment of position of power or prestige or something of that sort were the accomplishments, perhaps, but in my opinion, not necessarily indicative of success. So I wanted to come up with something of my own, and I recalled... Uh, I was raised on a small farm in southern Indiana, and Dad tried to teach me and my brothers that you should never try to be better than someone else. I'm sure at the time uh, he did that. I didn't, it didn't. Well, somewhere, I guess, in the hidden recesses of the mind, it popped out years later. Never try to be better than someone else. Always learn from others, and never cease trying to be the best you could be. That's under your control. And if you get too engrossed and involved and concerned in regard to things over which you have no control, it will adversely affect the things over which you have control. Then I ran across a simple verse that said, At God's footstool to confess, a poor soul knelt and bowed his head. I failed, he cried. The master said, Thou didst thy best. That is success. From those things and one other, perhaps, I coined my own definition of success, which is peace of mind attained only through self-satisfaction and knowing you made the effort to do the best of which you're capable. I believe that's true. If you make the effort to do the best of which you're capable, trying to improve the situation that exists for you, I think that's success. We got to remember as coaches, if we give in to that standard of society, then we cannot help to improve society. We're in a very powerful position to be heard and have an influence on the next generation to come. It's a powerful and dangerous responsibility in being a coach that we cannot take lightly. I love what Nelson Mandela has, has to say about sports. And Nelson Mandela is, is a man who changed the course of his country through a sport that the majority of his population hated. Nelson Mandela has this to say about sports. He says, sports can create hope where there was once despair. It is more powerful than governments in breaking down racial barriers. I know living in Malaysia and doing a lot of coaching in Southeast Asia where a lot of times I go out and I, I coach in places that speak Bahasa, they speak Mandarin, and there's a big language barrier. But the one thing that we all have in common is the sport of basketball. 
And that instantly breaks down those language barriers. It breaks down the religious barriers. And we have this instant connection to be able to progress and to work together for a common cause. That's the power of sports. I love what Coach, Clint, uh, Coach Dabo Sweeney, football coach at Clemson, recently said about Kaepernick's 49ers protest. Uh, his response went viral, and I, I looked the other day, and it had 1.2 million views. Here's part of what he said. You name it. Unbelievable. Now, does that mean that there's not still problems? Yes. Where there's people, where there's people, whether they're black, green, yellow, orange, white, there is going to be sin, greed, hate, jealousy, deceitfulness. There's going to be that. That's always going to be there. Always will be there. Always. But attitude, work ethic, love, respect for others, that doesn't know any color. That's what I love about football. That's what I love about the game. That's what I love about it. When we look at the three people that we just heard, Coach Wooden, Nelson Mandela's quote, and then Coach Sweeney, they all have one thing in common. That's the foundation and their identity of what, what drives them in sports. Nelson Mandela said, until I changed myself, I could not change others. Coach Sweeney said that if we just follow two commandments in life, love your God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself, we would have a great country. And Coach Wooden is famous for saying, drink deeply from good books, especially in the Bible. All three of these coaches understand that success comes from the top down, not from the bottom up. You need to first recognize and follow the example of success set before us in the way Christ lived. Then you need to change yourself and become a man and a leader that follows Christ's example of humility, hard work, discipline, positive character, and a no-quit attitude that shows gratitude for the people around you. Then, your coaching staff and players will understand the true meaning of success. When the focus is not on the scoreboard at the end of the game, but rather it is how can we serve our teammates, the community, and work together to improve ourselves. There's only one winner at the end of every game, and a very small percentage of programs will experience championship programs. But we can all learn to experience success and teach our players what success really is. So I want to end this first podcast um, with the, the part that we started off with. What is coaching about for you? Is it about the score at the end of the game? Or is it about taking advantage of that opportunity to impact people's lives in a deeper way and hopefully improve society? Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast and I'm excited to continue this World Hoops podcast and talk to coaches all across the world and share our thoughts on on current issues uh, in coaching world and hopefully help us connect on another level and reach out to communities and societies all across the globe. Thanks for listening.